Welcome to the Keeping Kids Safe podcast. My name is Karen Cohn. I am the co-founder of the Zach Foundation for Children's Safety. This is your number one resource for all things related to your child's emotional, physical, and social well-being. Now I'd like to introduce my co-host and my friend, the executive director of the Zach Foundation for Children's Safety, Megan Ferraro. Hi, Megan. Hi, Karen. It's so good to be here with you today. I'm so excited to introduce you to Trisha Morrow, Chevrolet's safety and strategy engineer, who's going to talk with us all about winter driving safety today. Trisha, thank you so much for being on with us today. We're so grateful to have you. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I'm excited for the conversation. We are so excited to have you. Um, We don't get as much you know, extreme winter weather, as I'm sure you do in Michigan, but we just got through um, a big snowstorm here um, on the East Coast. And before that, I know Karen's area had a big ice storm. So we wanted to bring you on to talk about safe driving during, um, you know, extreme weather events, especially thinking about winter driving safety. Um, So I wanted to just start out with just hearing from you a little bit about your job, who you are, and um, what you have to share with us today. Absolutely. Um, My name is Trisha Morrow. I work at Chevrolet. Um, I've worked in safety in some capacity for the last um, 25 years. I always joke that I started when I was 10. Um, But um, it's really been a passion of mine um, for uh, for a really long time. You know, from a child, I was, you know, had an unnatural relationship with math and, um, you know, became an engineer. I loved it. And, you know, as I became a mom and just, you know, learned more about engineering and different career options, I've always wanted to help people. And this is just my way of, you know, helping people keep safe on the road, um, you know, and keep our roadways safe for my family, my children, and, you know, everyone out on the road. That's awesome. Well, you know, as I was thinking about uh, going to an appointment last Friday, uh, luckily it was canceled, but I was so nervous about driving in the snow that I thought about canceling it myself. Um, Can you tell us just some basic safety tips for driving the snow? My husband was like, well, just remember, if you start sliding, turn into the slide, don't turn away from it. And I was like, "I, I I need an expert to teach me about this, not you. You're not making sense to me. And also not panicking, right? And which is, you know, hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sort of inclement weather condition, ice or ice or snow or you know anything along those lines. There's two main aspects. It's preparing your vehicle and actually driving during the inclement weather. And you know, when we talk about preparing our vehicle, it's really important to reacquaint ourselves just every once in a while with where is that hazard button? Where's the defog or defrost buttons? You know, the active safety features, how to turn your vehicle into four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive if you have that functionality. You know, always being prepared with windshield washer fluid, which I know I go through a tremendous amount when it's snowing or, you know, raining out, you know, making sure that, you know, and I'm guilty as the next person of not keeping our vehicles fueled to half tank or charged if you have an electric vehicle, you know, so just thinking about the important things before the storm hits, you know, and something that other people that sometimes people don't consider is keeping your vehicle clean. And I'm not judging the interior of your vehicle, but more the exterior. (laughs) You think about that, you know, rear 
backup camera, and you really want a clear picture when you're backing into a spot and using it for maneuvers. But there's also cameras and radars and sensors that we use for the active safety features and that type of um, safety detection where those need to be clean as well to work optimally. So before you hit the road, it's important to prepare your vehicle, whether it's inclement weather or any driving conditions. That's such a good point. We heard about um, passengers who were stuck on, um, I think it's I-95 in Virginia a few weeks ago for 12 plus hours and running out of gas or turning their cars off to preserve the fuel um, and and hearing tips about keeping blankets in your car and emergency snacks and uh, certainly preparing your car and always having gas in it is such a great tip that, of course, we all knew that, but until you saw what unfolded in Virginia, you really didn't think too much about it. Right. And, you know, it's just one of those things that sometimes we take for granted, but especially when we know inclement weather is coming, it's so important, you know, and then, you know, transitioning to how do you drive, you know, during inclement weather, it doesn't happen all the time. And so, you know, really making sure that we, you know, stay true to basic road safety, you know, for example, always wearing your seatbelt, wearing your seatbelts, the number one action anyone can take to protect themselves in a crash. So, you know, but to go slow, increase your following distance. You know, if the roads become slick or slippery, we really need to give ourselves some extra room to, to stop and, you know, to, to help avoid a crash on the road. Um, lots of different things, you know, you mentioned, you know, sliding and, and how to, you know, steer your vehicle. You know, I grew up with people t- teaching me to pump the brakes when you were sliding on the ice. And that's not how vehicles work anymore with, you know, the automatic braking, the ABS and Stabilitrack. It's really important that if you're sliding on ice that you maintain a constant pressure on the brake pedal not to pump your brakes and to gently steer the vehicle in the direction you want it to go so again it's a little more intuitive than it was when we were first learning how to drive but you know these are things that can really help you know keep you safe when you're when you're out in those inclement weather conditions yeah those are such great uh, suggestions i have a new driver in my house and I am, I have been so worried with the bad weather that we've been having that I've actually been just been keeping him completely off the road. And so do you have, besides the great tips you've already recommended, just something that we should do as parents when we have one of our children just starting to drive? You know what, that is such a great point. I also have a young teenage driver and, you know, between the the lack of experience they had during COVID and the, all of that, you know, it's so easy to say, you know, don't go out on the road and, you know, I'll drive you. It's, it's, it's snowy or rainy. Um, you know, I like to take the opportunity with my daughter when it starts to get a little bit bad to take her out into a parking lot to intentionally take her out to show her how those ABS brakes work. Because if you haven't ever experienced before, for, it, it could be a bit startling to, you know, for the pumping of or for the, the noise that it makes when it activates or how your vehicle handles when it's sliding. So, you know, I would really encourage new parents of new drivers, not when it's not when it's treacherous out, but, you know, as it's starting to snow, take the opportunity to, to go out with your young driver, show them what it's like, maybe in an empty parking lot, what it feels like to slide, what it feels like to have the brakes engaged, you know, things like that. It's also important, again, like to show them where the hazard lights are, you know, hopefully they've never had to use those before, or, you know, 
even something easy as like the defrost defog button. You know, my daughter wasn't aware of how to most effectively use it. You know, and a lot of people might not know that, you know, when you turn that on, it becomes the most effective if you have on the recirculation button, the fan at high, the heat at high, and the AC button on, which it's not, AC is not, the air conditioner is not just for cool air, it conditions the air. And it really helps keep your windshields and your, your front and rear windshield clear when visibility matters, right? During this type of, of storm. That's such a great tip. I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, and we, all, yeah, we also, you know, I can't imagine what it's like growing up with a safety engineer for a mother. My poor daughter is inundated with this all the time on drive slow and wear your seatbelts and, you know, we also have talked about a lot of um, safety tips. You know, if she does get into, get stuck or something when, you know, I'm not around, you know, just the, how you switch from forward, uh, forward gear to reverse gear, not spinning your tires if you're trying to get out of a ditch, you know, and it's important when you're switching between reverse and forward to use a low forward gear. Again, really trying to use the gripping on the tires to get out of any situation that you might be in. And we've also talked about if she does get um, stranded somewhere, it's important to reach out through OnStar or to call someone. And if she's not able to get through, perhaps consider changing the voicemail message on her phone to just give her location and what's happened in case her cell phone loses power or she loses service. Those are such great ideas. And not, you know, things that we naturally are not talking about on a daily basis with our kids, right? And now we have this next storm coming, the storm that is stretching across 2,000 miles. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be starting in Colorado and definitely going through Detroit and then out east to where we are. And so it's good for us to be preparing our kids. Absolutely. I'm, I'm watching some of that come down and down as we speak. And, you know, it really is a, like an ounce of prevention is so important when, especially to your point, we don't talk about this every day. It's not every day that we get torrential rains or snow or ice. And, you know, even thinking about if, if you, the worst were to occur, what are some of the things that you would need in your car? Be a snow scraper, maybe a pair of boots. I know my teen does not wear boots. Um, so maybe a pair of boots that she might need in her vehicle or a flashlight, or a blanket. Coat. Just think, <laughs> or a coat, right? right? It would be a miracle if they wore a coat, right? Um, so some of these things are just really important to have in your vehicle when it's that cold outside. Absolutely. And I think you were also key to um, creating some um, like automated um, uh, automated re reminders in some of the cars that um, GM has created. Do you want to tell us about those as well? Sure. You know, um, again, we're just always looking to try and offer thoughtful features and reminders to our customers that we know can benefit them from a safety standpoint. So some of the latest things that we have um, come out with are the rear seat reminder and buckle to drive. Um, rear seat reminder was, um, you know, we, we thought of that in response to the tremendous amount of heat stroke deaths that we see each year in the U.S. You know, about 40 kids a year die in vehicles due to heat stroke related injuries and about half of them are 
left in the back of vehicles. Um, and, you know, even though I find that statistic astounding and, you know, as, as a mom, I can't um, even fathom ever leaving my child in the backseat of the vehicle. Statistics say it can happen to any of us. You know, we can all become distracted or, or anything. And, you know, we were trying to find a solution, really look for something that could um, help you know, prevent this type of issue. Um, but at the time, the sensors in the vehicles, they weren't accurate and reliable enough to say whether there was a human life or not. And so we designed the rear seat reminder just to work on rear door usage. So if you used your rear door before you started your car or right after you started it any time while it was on, once you turn it off, it just says rear seat reminder, look in rear seat. Now it could be a gym bag. I mean, I hated going into the office and forgetting my lunch or something in the back seat or, you know, for goodness sakes, my laptop, but it could be a child. And so we were really, you know, excited to bring that as an industry first feature from, you know, Chevrolet to, to the, um, to the industry. And it actually, has become something that will be um, on more and more vehicles, even outside of, of Chevy, in the years to come. So we were really excited about you know starting that, and um, I was really proud to be part of it. It's so incredible. I have four young kids, and life can be chaotic. And in the sphere of work that we are in, we do end up crossing paths with a lot of safety advocates for kids um, and being left in hot cars. And it is so sad and so amazing to see that technology can really help overcome some of these really sad stories. So congratulations. What a, what a great piece of technology. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's, again, it was really, um, you know, we were really proud to be part of, you know, the first step of that solution and obviously, you know, constantly working to try and improve the technology, you know, and we've also introduced really recently our buckle to drive feature. You know, you talk about seat values and it seems so silly, you know, NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, estimates that front seatbelt use is almost at 90%, which is great. But when you look at the fatality data, the number of people that die in vehicles each year, about half of them are not wearing their seatbelt. And that's just astounding to us. So, you know, at Chevrolet, we really want to increase seatbelt use. And so buckle to drive is a very simple feature. If you get into your vehicle and you're not wearing your seatbelt and you turn it on and you try and shift out of park, it can prevent you from shifting out of park for about 20 seconds or until you buckle up. Just really, again, a strong seatbelt reminder showing you the importance of wearing your seatbelt. And it's, it's automatically on with features like teen drivers. So my my daughter has to buckle her seatbelt in order to go. Um, you know, you and I can turn it off depending on our, our seatbelt use habits and, and our driving habits. But again, it's just something that we're very proud to bring to the market, you know, showing that how important safety is and how we really do need to take a moment to think about it, even amidst our busy lives. And so is this something that's automatically on in the car and then you can turn it off if you want to or how does it work yeah buckle to drive it comes automatically on in your vehicle and you can turn it off easily but it can toggle on and off so it would just be vehicle settings 
uh, buckle to drive on or off. And you can decide whether you'd like to have that little bit stronger reminder or whether that's, you know, not something you need in your daily drive. But, you know, for some folks that, you know, actually say, I forget to wear it, I want to, you know, it's a really great feature. So, you know, again, we were just really proud to, to try and do our part. And we're really trying to, you know, at Chevrolet, we have a vision of, of zero crashes. And, you know, to me, that means on the road to zero crashes, we want to reduce injuries and fatalities. And this is just one way we can help do that. So interesting. I am a few years away from having a driver, um, a little more than a few, about five. Um, and I, <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to that day, but you've certainly given me a lot to think about. Um, this, we just moved into a new home and it's in a very hilly, windy area. Uh, so I'm wondering if you have any tips for safe driving in snowy, icy weather around hills and turns, uh, any tips to share? Absolutely. You know, uh, uh, first and foremost, I will always say wear your seatbelts and go slow, right? You never know what's coming around the corner, but it's really important when you're on hills and ice to always maintain a constant momentum. You know, you might think that you want to take your foot off the gas, but what you don't want to have happen is your tires to slip on that ice. So just always, again, a constant pressure, even if it's a soft pressure to maintain your forward momentum of your vehicle so that you're in control of the drive is really important when you're on any sort of inclined hill or um, any sort of winding road. And if your vehicle does get stuck, what do you, how do you recommend, you know, getting yourself out of it short of, you know, leaving your car and trying to push it out? <laughs> of course, you know, if you have, I always recommend calling for help, <laughs> you know, so obviously OnStar or using your cell phone to call for help, but, you know, just clearing the snow away from your vehicle to make sure that you have an exit path and just, you know, slowly toggle between, you know, forward drive and reverse. And when you're in forward, try and use a low forward gear just to try and rock yourself out, try and avoid spin your wheels oftentimes you'll drive by people and they're just putting their foot on the gas and their wheels are spinning it, mm. it can create a worse situation so again that controlled motion um, you know a lot of folks um, in real snowy areas you know travel with um, you know I've heard kitty litter or dirt that they put underneath their tires but mm. anything that can help you safely get traction and help get out of that that ditch or hole is really going to help when you get stuck on the side of the road a great tip. Hopefully we don't need it this year, <laughs> but it's always good to have these little tips in the back of your head, right? Absolutely. You know, as I said, I hope my children and yours and, and no one needs to use their hazard lights, but we need to know where they are. Right. And, you know, even understanding what could happen really can help prevent situations as well. No, it's so true. I was driving my daughter home from a basketball game last Friday night and I was in my husband's car and I didn't know where the hazard lights were and it was snowing and thankfully I got to a red light and could, you know, turn on the lights in the car and find the hazard button. But wow, I really should have looked for that before we took off from the parking lot. So it was a, your reminder is a, is one that I'll certainly be remembering going forward. Right. Even like the temperature controls are different in vehicles. You know, as I said, that defog, the defog, defrost button, it's all located in different spots, depending on the manufacturer and where you are. And, you know, just when you get in, figure out where, where the important features are, how to turn on your windshield wipers, you know, all of that's different. How to use the windshield washer fluid, um, just important to 
you know, especially when the weather gets bad, take a minute to get to know, you know, reacquaint yourself with whatever vehicle you're driving. Such a good tip. Such good advice. Lots of good advice. Trisha, anything else that you would like to share with us that we haven't already asked you? No, you know, I just, I really appreciate you taking the time to have me on today. You know, again, you know, just in in great summary, just really make sure during this inclement weather that we take the time to get to know our vehicles, that we make sure that our cars are clean, they're fueled or charged if you have an electric vehicle, and always practice those basic safe driving skills. Buckle up, go slow. You know, there's no substitute for good driving habits. And so we always need to make sure that we're always paying attention on the road. That's those are good tips. And I also wonder um, before I let you go, I have two more questions for you. The first is, is there any future technology that's coming up that you can share with us? Anything coming down the road that we can be looking forward to? Well, there's always something to be looking forward to. I think safety is so exciting. Um, Obviously, I can't share any of our future product, but I mean, you can just see on the road to automation, there's so much potential with these safety features. You know, in 2019, we ran some groundbreaking research with the University of Michigan Transportation Research Institute, and it basically was showing the effectiveness of some of the active safety features that we have on our vehicles. So not only do we, you know, as an engineer, can be a geek and you know help create these features we need to make sure they work um, and it was so exciting because they do work they were shown to be effective um, you know for example automatic emergency braking was shown to be 40 percent effective at reducing the types of crashes it was designed to reduce and you know as we reduce crashes on the roads we're reducing injuries and fatalities and you know that's so exciting and as we move to a more autonomous future we can see how these features are going to you know help us have less crashes So it's very exciting. I'm very excited about our future. It's wonderful. Um, So I always like to ask our guests if they have any special hobbies or anything that they like to pursue. We had a guest on once that shared that he likes to play the accordion, for example. Um, So anything like that, that that you do that you might want to share with our listeners? Well, you know what I have to say, I am, I love to cook and bake personally, but I am an all in mom. I am a volleyball mom. We travel everywhere for volleyball and I have short people. So I'm a libero mom. If that translates, I am the back row volleyball mom. So, um, I would say I spend a lot of my time in a gym and cheering on, um, and on my girls on on the volleyball court. So not as exciting as the accordion, but I really, I really like my children and I enjoy spending time with them. And how old are your children? Uh, My oldest is 17 and she is headed off to college next year, which is um, terrifying for me again as a safety advocate and whatnot. Um, And then my youngest is 12. She's in sixth grade. So she's still my little pistol. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so great to hear that you're enjoying your time with them when you can. And thank you so much for being on with us. Such great safety tips that we all should be thinking about and very timely. Yeah. Thank you for having me again. You know, loved the discussion and um, enjoyed meeting you both. So nice to meet you, Trish. Thanks for your time. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would please um, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends and family, we would be so grateful. And with that, have a great week and we'll talk with you soon. Bye.